Welcome back to Blue Skies and Green Pastures. It's Friday night. It's a full moon. It's been a good day. And I just feel like doing a podcast. Today I did something that I haven't done in many years. And that is I went to the dentist. Yes, not everyone goes every six months like like you would think they might. Some of us anti-vaxxers and, you know, rogue, um, independent, rebels, whatever you want to call us, we do our own thing. And, you know, yeah, a lot of it comes down to money, but also a lot of it comes down to I just didn't want to go to the dentist because I don't like dentists, just like I don't like doctors. That's why I don't want the vaccine. I don't trust them. But for some reason, well, there's a reason. In the past, I don't know, five years, I've had two, um, what do you call them? Um, Root canals. Sorry about that. I've I've had to have two root canals in probably the past, I don't know, five, six years, something like that. My husband has had to have a couple of them. And if you've ever had a root canal with a crown... You know that it can be, you know, $1,500 to $2,000. And I decided that, okay, I'm going to buy dental insurance. And I got it, you know, thanks to our socialized medicine that we have now, also called the ACA, Affordable Health Care or whatever it's called, Affordable Care Act, Obamacare. And since we are of what you might call the lower income group, thanks to our six children and our disabled child and our one income, we qualified for some pretty cheap dental discounting insurance. It doesn't exactly pay for that many things, but it gives you a better price. And I've been having some pain in one of my teeth it's not really the tooth, but it's, uh, sorry about the dog. Um, like, I get food stuck in my tooth in that little spot. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the dentist. And so I went, I finally did it. And the funny thing is, I had to reschedule this appointment like three times. Because things just, real things kept preventing me from going. So finally, today was the day. Oh, wow, that moon is just awesomely bright right now. It is so bright. I just love the full moon. It just It's just such a God thing, just knowing that God made that moon, and it's just out there reflecting the sun's brightness. I just love the moon. Someday, I can't wait to talk to God and just tell him, I love that moon that you made. But anyway, I finally made it to the dentist. I didn't cancel I do really have dental anxiety, and it was tempting to cancel this appointment, even though this time I really did not have a reason, but I I didn't do it. I said, you can do this. Take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. They're not going to hurt you, and if they do, you can jump out of the chair and run away. So I went, and I'm happy to report that it was, an, it was a really positive experience. And guess what? No cavities! After all these years of not going to the dentist, 
and uh, drinking unfluoridated water. I did not have any cavities. I'm so happy. And the dentist told me that I did not have to get that tooth fixed. He said, you know, yeah, you have a gap there between those two teeth. But the only way we can fix it is to give you a new crown. And we all know crowns are very expensive. So he said, just keep flossing and, you know, buy a water pick. And I was like, you know, I've been thinking about buying a water pick. So anyway, I got out of there for 20 bucks. That was my copay. And they even gave me a free toothbrush and little thingy of toothpaste. So yay for me and for my local friends. That was the Brenham Dental Clinic on South Market Street. And I really like the people. The doctor that I saw, or dentist, was Dr. Mo. So if you go to the Brenham Dental Clinic, tell them I sent you. So I got out of there feeling really happy, and I went to the grocery store, and um, I had a goal. I was going to get some specific things. I could not find the one thing that I was looking for, but I got a free turkey. And for those of you who follow me on Facebook, you might know that I've been complaining about the price of turkeys. But when I got to my HEB store... Guess what? They had a special deal. The deal that every store should have, and that is buy a ham, get a free turkey. And since I knew that I really didn't need a big ham because my mother's buying a ham, I got a small ham for only $20, and I got the turkey free, a 20-pound turkey for free. So I was feeling pretty good. Then... I went to the. I'll be right back. My husband needs my help. Sign up to The Economist for in depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China. And full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Well, I just found out that the toilet has been running and wasting our very expensive water for about the past two hours. But anyway, back to the topic at hand. Uh, I was telling you how I, I went grocery shopping and my son, well, actually two of my sons work at a grocery store and one, they have this really awesome deal where they get like a discount on their groceries and they can also get a discount for one other person, which I happen to be the lucky person who gets this discount. So today I went, I bought my groceries, and when I when I got out of the store, I looked at my receipt and I got 25% off my groceries. Almost $30, $29.50 off of the total. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. 30 bucks. 
So not only did I get a free turkey, but I also got $30 off the rest of the groceries. That's not including the free turkey. So I was feeling pretty good about my deals today. And another thing that happened is I had to buy that that water pick. And so I went to, I was at that grocery store and it's a big store. It's a, it's like a super grocery store and they sell water picks. So I was looking at the water picks and the, they had one that re- required batteries and they had one that was rechargeable and then they had one that was like the old style water pick. And I wanted the rechargeable one, but it was $55. And I was like, eh, I'll wait till I go to Walmart because I had to go to Walmart too. And when I got to Walmart, it was only $35. So I saved $20 off of that purchase since I didn't go ahead and... uh, Who's that driving up my driveway? And so anyway, I saved 20 bucks, which I promptly spent (laughs) on a couple of plastic chairs, which I was happy to get. Um, Looks like my son got off work early. And Walmart has a new stock of plastic resin chairs, the kind that everyone uses down here in Texas. And they were only 10 something. So basically I got those two chairs for 20 bucks. Sorry about the dog. I guess today is just not my day to record a podcast because I keep trying to do it and I just keep getting noise and noise and noise. So anyway, the last thing I wanted to talk about, which is probably the most important thing, is the future, okay? I've been listening to James Corbett report, and while I agree with almost everything he says as far as what's going to happen in the future, as far as, you know, where we're headed as a world, which is, you know, digital slavery and pretty much everything you've seen in sci-fi movies, I'm not really sure that that's going to happen, like, quickly. I think that those things are probably going to take some time to implement because these things take time and they have to do it slowly or there will be a revolution, a rebellion, lots of bloodshed, and these people really don't want all that to happen, which, you know, can't blame them because that would be messy. They would rather just do it slowly And they're already rich. So basically, it's just a game for them. It's just a, you know, it's really satanic. It's satanic. It's from the devil. And it's going to happen eventually. And if, you know, if God wanted it to happen quickly, it would happen quickly. But I think it's going to happen slowly because God doesn't want it to happen. And he cares about his children. So he's giving people a chance to repent and follow Jesus. And and when everyone that is going to accept him does accept him, then the end will come. 
But whether the end is going to come quickly or slowly, none of us really know. But what I'm thinking is it's going to be slower than we think. So even though as a person who thinks about these kind of things a lot, I really don't know if it's going to be fast. I think it's going to be probably slower than we think. So I want everyone to just take a breath. Now, the COVID, the COVID tyranny may be the first step and it may be like a test, but I don't know if it's going to be the ultimate test. Maybe it will. But if it comes down to, if it comes down to you have being forced to get the vaccine or not to, in order to eat or not be homeless, what I'm thinking is going to happen is there's going to be a black market. There's going to be doctors, just like doctors who are willing to give abortions. There's going to be doctors who are willing to give vaccine passports. So in other words, you pay them, they give you a piece of paper or a digital number or whatever it's going to be saying that you got the vaccine when you really didn't. That's what it's going to come down to. So maybe keep a little money set aside for that. But, you know, you're going to have to decide for yourself. Is is that, you know, does that go along with your Christian beliefs or not? For me, it does. And I don't want to put too much out there, but I've been playing the game with doctors for many years. I do whatever I have to do what to, you know, maintain my family's insurance and also maintain our health and protect us from what I consider danger. So it hasn't been hard. It hasn't been that hard. As long as everyone keeps getting paid, they don't care if you, you know, if you get the vaccine or not. They just have to check off the boxes. So, you know, don't panic. God's going to show you what you need to do in the moment. But I urge you not to not to fall in with the people who think that, "Oh, well, I guess I have to get the vaccine." If your if your heart tells you no, then don't go against that. I mean, not that I mean, I know the heart is deceitful above all things. If the spirit tells you not to get the vaccine, then don't do it. You know, but don't do it because you're afraid. Do it because you truly believe that it, this is what God is telling you is right. So what else do I want to talk about the future? Well, I think the future, as far as the economy, if you want to make some investments, you need to invest in health care, including <laughs> big pharma. Yes, that's where the money's going to be. And, you know, maybe that would be immoral. I don't know. Probably is. Maybe you can invest in something else related to healthcare because healthcare is where all the money's going to go. How do I know this? Because Bill Gates, master of forecasting, that's where his money is. It's in vaccines and healthcare. It's going to be a new kind of healthcare. It's going to be mRNA vaccines. It's going to be genetic medicine. It's going to be digital implant, you know, uh, 
technology, um, medicine, implants, I can't think of the word, biometrics, like they're going to be putting little patches on you and stuff like that's already happening. So invest in those things because that's growing. And another thing is um, green energy. Money is going to be thrown at green energy like you couldn't believe. You know, invest in that if you want to. If you have money to invest, I really don't. But I'm hoping that at some point I'll be able to. And the other thing is batteries. Um, Batteries of all kinds and, and the materials to make batteries are going to be like gold. They're going to be the... Um, the currency of the future. I mean, people who have batteries and the, can make batteries are going to be making a lot of money in the near and current time period. So those are my forecasts for how to make money. But for now, I'm going to go back into my real life, which is I'm going to go watch Netflix with my husband And I'm going to thank God for my house. I'm going to thank God for grocery stores that have food. Thank God that I live in Texas. And if it comes down to it, you know, Texas might actually finally secede from the nation and be our own country because we do have our own oil and we have farms and we have cows. What else do we need, right? So... You know, keep on listening to whatever YouTuber or podcast you like, but don't let yourself get caught up into fear or caught up into um, fantasy because those things are not happening yet. And, you know, we're not living in a video game. We're not living in, we still have some We still have way more freedom in America than other countries. So I really believe that Christians are giving up way too easy. I don't know if we should be praying for Jesus to come back yet. I don't know if that's actually a Christian Christian thing to pray for Jesus to come back. Because that means we're praying for judgment before he's ready. So I think we should be praying for salvation for for all people. We should be praying that God would help us to be good evangelists. We should be praying for wisdom. We should be praying, you know, to love our neighbor and love our enemies and and help them and help the homeless. America has done many, many bad things, and there's a lot of poor people in America. And the, the those of us who are not poor need to be standing up for the poor. The poor are the slaves of the past. You know, there were poor white people that were slaves too. But here it is, 2021, and the... The media and the people who don't want you to think about what's really happening, happening, they want you to think about the slavery of the past instead of the slavery of the present. There, there are people that are slaves to drugs. There are people that are slaves to minimum wage 
jobs or less, you know, like working for drug dealers. I mean, there's, there are illegals that are having, you know, illegal aliens or whatever the word is, immigrants. There is immigrants that are basically slaves. There are women and men that are in um, sexual, exploitive situations. They're slaves. Christians, we are the ones that, we have God's power. Why are we not doing anything about this? And yes, I know there's great organizations out there. But there's way too many of us that aren't doing anything to contribute to these organizations. I mean, you know, looking at myself right now, the all I really do is give money to some of these places. I'm not volunteering like I wish I could. But if you if you have the ability, I pray that you will do everything in your power to help free the slaves, the slaves to sin, the slaves to these <clears throat> organizations that I just mentioned. So, I probably should have put that at the beginning of the podcast. I hope everyone will hear that part because that's from the heart. And, you know, we read your Bible, pray, ask God, what, what do you want me to be doing? How can I bring you glory and I, how can I love my neighbor? That's what we need to be thinking about right now. Yes, the future looks bleak, but who knows if America was to turn back to God and to turn back to righteousness, he might put a pause on all of that stuff. And our children and our grandchildren would be able to grow up in a better world. He's done that many times in the past, in the in the Bible, you can look and see the many times that he he turned back his wrath when the people repented. And we can do the same. So stop praying for Jesus to come back and instead start acting like you believe that Jesus and God are merciful and that they care about people. Thanks for listening. Bye now.